gangly, frightened boy, lying manacled in the back of the wagon, hair unkempt and flecked with bits of straw. You'll be Perseus, she announced, and then she walked away. He was still looking after her when the footman produced a skeleton key and opened the ring of metal around his wrist. You think that's bad, he grumbled. She called me Zeus. Later that same day, he was sitting in front of the cabin he had been given, wearing the rough clothes he had been issued, eating with his fingers from the bowl of cornbread and greens someone had handed him, when he felt eyes on him. He looked up and beheld her for the first time. He almost dropped his bowl. She stood hip-thrust with one hand akimbo. He judged that she was his age or close to it, but she already had a woman's curves her thighs round and strong beneath the faded house dress, her breasts straining against the plain fabric. He felt a stiffening in his groin and moved the bowl to cover it. She call you Perseus, hm? Her smile was gentle and amused. That woman and her Greek. What she call you? He stammered. His throat was so dry it hurt. Danae, she said. Do I look like some Danae to you? She looked like beauty, lush black hair plaited in a single braid that fell back from a dark, radiant face. Her eyes were almond-shaped, her lips full, and just now pursed in thought. In that very instant, he loved her and knew that he would love her always. I'm going to call you Sam, she said finally. That all right with you? Yes, he said uncomfortably aware that anything she wished to call him would be all right with him. Then, out of nowhere, he heard himself say, And I'm going to call you Tilda. You mind that? Tilda, she said, contemplating the darkening sky. Then she looked at him and smiled. No, I don't mind that. I kind of like that. And he felt something warm break open inside his chest. Well, I got to go, she said. See you later, Sam. She turned to walk away. He watched her go, his bowl of greens forgotten. See you later, Tilda, he said. It was fifteen years since he had seen her. He didn't know the last time he had thought of her. Sam had trained himself not to think of her, because thinking of her only made it hurt worse, only reminded him how far his poor life had meandered from everything that made living it worth the trouble. So he had learned to lie flat on his belly at an orchard, mini-balls chewing up peaches and men indiscriminately, and not think of her. He had learned to languish on a train, pulse thudding in his temples, fighting for breath, the air rent with the moans of dying men, and not think of her. He had learned to live quietly, to take his meals alone in a corner of Edwina Brewster's kitchen, to recline on his narrow bed in a narrow room on the top floor of a rooming house and read his books, not thinking of her. Now a bonfire blazed to life at the end of the block, people dancing in golden light. Now a parade carried Jefferson Davis by in effigy, a linen figure stuffed with straw hanging by the neck from a pole. Now someone raised three cheers for U.S. Grant and bells tolled all over the city, and flags fluttered and Edwina Brewster wept unreservedly, and thinking of Tilda was all he could do. Tilda. His Tilda. It was too much. Sam slipped back inside, 
climbed the stairs to his room, sat on his bed, and opened his book. He tried to remember how not to think of her. It had been so long. Would she be thinking of him? He did not think she would. Surely it would hurt her too much. Not just the years they had been apart, but also the years they had been together, the son they'd had, and lost. Down went the book. He went to his window, where he was met by his own reflection. Dark skin, a broad, strong nose, full lips, and deep-set brown eyes. To his surprise, the sober, unrevealing face he had long ago trained himself to show the world, the white world in particular, had cracked open. Tears were running out. The tumult from below came to him as an indistinct murmuring. Another string of fire flung itself across the sky to open in broad, bright tendrils of red. He saw it hazily through the tears.